When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Some people just know bundling with Allstate means big savings. Just like they know the right ingredient means big flavor. They know honey on pizza is where it's at. And olive oil on ice cream is the cherry on top. And they know when you bundle home and auto with Allstate, you can save up to 25%. Mm -mm. Bundled savings vary by state and are not available in every state. Saving up to 25% is the countrywide average of the maximum available savings off the home policy. Allstate Vehicle and Property Insurance Company and Affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois. On the Texas A&M Sports Network, from Learfield IMG College, this is Studio 12, your podcast home for Texas A&M athletics. This is the Friday edition of Studio 12, and so glad you are with us. Along with Matt Simon, I'm Andrew Monaco. Will Johnson will be joining us in just a little bit over this hour and coming up in this hour. We will hear from Jimbo Fisher, head coach of the Fighting Texas Aggies, some excerpts from the Jimbo Fisher radio show, which is heard every Wednesday, every week, all along the Texas A&M football network and some fantastic stuff as ever, every, every time on <laughs> Jimbo's show. Matt, how are you today? I'm good, man. And, and just let the record show that, that you make this show a priority and take time out of your busy day to, to Studio 12. Will clearly has more important things to do and only has enough time to hang out with us on the back half of the show. So yeah. I'm disappointed. You I'm not saying I'm surprised. More? Yeah. No, you want to make it more impressive. I had to cut short a meeting with John Thornton, Dr. Thornton for this show, because this is the priority. I told, I told John, John, finish your coffee. I got to go. Yeah. And, and he said, I will finish Look, it at my time. And then you say, yes, sir. And then you stay. <laughs> absolutely sorry, sir. <laughs> you know, with, with basketball season inching ever so closer, that means that we're going to have to have some John Thornton Studio 12 time. Yes, we are. 
Yes, we are. Dr. Thornton is going to be fairly regular. It's coming yeah. up, isn't it? It's, I, ju- I just did the math in my head. It's, it's a month from Sunday. This is the first game of the year. Yeah. It's, uh, and I was thinking the same thing, Matt, and my, part of the problem in my mind was, oh, when football starts, I've got time. Football started September 26th. That was the difference. Not end of August, <laughs> not beginning of September. So it, I, and I know basketball starts a little bit later this year, but yeah, it's going to be time to head on over to uh, see some practices there. And you're right, Dr. Thornton will be a part of this, part of these even Studio that, 12s in the future. Even in the COVIDs, uh, the seasons tend to just scream by. I mean, that's, uh, you know, and I know it's been condensed, but I mean, we're, we're nearing Halloween, which means we're rolling into November. You've got football, not quite halfway there, but after next Saturday, we'll be halfway through their schedule, which is awesome. Yeah. Um, soccer plays tonight. After that, they've got mm-hmm. three regular season, at least in the fall, three regular season right. left. Right. By the time volleyball plays tonight, again, a very abbreviated fall slate, but they're going to be halfway through their, their schedule as well. So all of this – you know, build up an emotion. Will we play? Will we not play? What's going to happen? No one knows. And now it's just full. You know, Ross uh, Bjork, uh, birthday boy, Ross Bjork, by the way, happy belated birthday to Ross. Uh, yeah. He said in our department meeting Wednesday, he said, uh, we are full steam ahead. And uh, it's, it's great to see. It's different. Uh, as with everything in this uh, beautiful 2020, <laughs> it's very different and unique, but <laughs> it's still great to see, you know, and uh, finally, some of those other, which I'm not that concerned about, but some of those other football leagues are finally joining in the fun uh, starting yeah. tonight. Yeah, it's uh, – again, it now becomes an even fuller Saturday. But, you know, it was, it was nice that, you know, a Thursday, if you're, if you're a sports fan and you're, and you're flipping around um, to know that there was a college game on and then you go to SEC Network and there are the Aggies playing volleyball – and you could watch the NFL game if you wanted. It, it was just it, getting closer to normal uh, and, you know, with different precautions, with different, you know, aspects of all this, of, of the safety. But um, to Ross's point, when we were talking in the summer, this is, we are now part of the optics for everybody else, aren't we, to see, you know, even though it's 25%, but, hey, Kyle Field. There's people in Kyle Field, and they're playing on a Saturday, and they're, you know, CBS has their SEC game, and ESPN's going to have their, you know, big game on Saturday night. The Thursday game is back, and now SEC Network's not showing repeats any longer. You know, yeah. it's live events. It's, it's, it's good. It's, it's, a, it's a necessary step. I'm not going to lie. A little longer than I thought, but virus going to virus. Mm-hmm. But it's, to me, it's, we're, we're, we're inching ever, ever so much closer. Yeah, and it's, uh, you know, again, we're not out of the woods. And as Ross always says, he says, you can't let your guard down. But the more things that play, the more teams and schools that power through it and, and power through it safely. I mean, no one's putting, you know, fans and, and, and players and coaches in danger uh, based off the data we've seen. But you power through it and you see, oh, they can play with fans. Okay, or they can play. Or first it was they can mm-hmm. practice. And then it was, oh, well, they can play. And, oh, they can play with fans. And you start to see now that there's a lot of these NFL teams in these big cities, you know, the cities that have 
really clamp down on stuff or starting to come to agreements to allow at least some fans in um, because they are seeing around the country that uh, teams are college did it first, but uh, college uh, and pro teams are, are building these ways to do it, enforcing uh, rules and regulations as best they can and, and getting through and, and starting to get back to some level of normalcy. So that's, exciting to see like i'm not quite sure what what happens this weekend in the big 10 i don't know if they're not letting fans in or if they're uh, only doing friends and family i'm not quite sure how that'll work but you know, a lot of those a lot, a lot of schools i think are that way i think it's the friends and family parts yeah so and that's better than nothing um but you, you know, i would expect that you would see them barring up barring a surge in in hospitalizations type thing in their area like i would expect you would see them slowly take their uh, foot off the brake pedal um, like we've seen in, in other places. So it's, it's nice to see. And, and man, I tell you, you know, I know Kyle field has caught some flack from an optics perspective um, based on fans, but I, I mean, I've at least the distancing and the numbers in the stadium are following the guidelines. I've, we have pictures, we've seen it, but there ain't a stadium that sounds louder than Kyle field. Is there? no, Absolutely not. No. I, it's funny. I was asked. I was asked this week. Um, I had a chance to. I was invited to speak at the San Antonio Quarterback Club, and they were asking about twenty-five percent of Kyle Field. And I will be honest. My first thought before we played was spring game atmosphere, and I'm wrong because you're way more invested in a fall Saturday than the spring is almost. Great to be back together. Ooh, I'm curious to see what we're going to see. And it's a teaser. I shouldn't, you know, when I say yeah. teaser for fans, ooh, so-and-so's in a new position or that's, that's the new kid or, you know, ooh, he really looks better. You're invested because the outcome means something in fall. So I, I flat out told them, you can't tell me that, and Will brought this up during the broadcast, Leon O'Neill's Jr.'s interception against Vanderbilt, wowed. And then a couple of times in Florida, especially during that field goal procession, the three kicks for Florida, um, timeout, penalty, then it became a 53-yarder. And Florida having to call timeout when Kyle Trask went to the line. 20, I, and, they, and I said, and I know it wasn't 100,000. I get that. I said, but that was 25% trying to make up for the other 75% and making a difference. I thought the energy on the field was going to carry us in the booth. I'm telling you, to be able to have the fans like that making noise, that was a ton of energy in that state. It's, I, think it's been, I think it's been terrific. Can't wait for 100,000 again. But the ones who here really want to be here and make a difference, and I'm, I'm hoping that is another difference maker next Saturday against Arkansas. Yeah, and, you know, if you're a fan, it's, uh, it's, it's different – for sure, you're not sitting around a ton of people. You're wearing a mask, and there's things like that going on. But when you boil it down into its simplicity, there's a football game out on the field, just like there is when you go to a normal game and you are all in for your team and you want to do anything you can to help your team win. And and I think people lose. Uh, I mean, I think they. I, I got. A, I got the feeling that you kind of lose the effect of the distancing and the mask wearing and all that. And the. But what I mean by that is. 
you get invested in the game just as if you would in any other normal year. This is your, you know, team. And if you look at the two games that the Aggies have played at Kyle Field, they've been tight. You know, Vanderbilt was a one-score game. Florida was a walk-off field goal. So uh, more opportunity even there for fans to be locked in and focused and really kind of centered in on on what's going on. So I'm with you. I think Saturday night uh, or next Saturday night will be pretty outstanding. Be a night game against a team that's playing a lot better than people think. Oh, by the way, your team is in the top ten. Uh, and it's a it's a big game. I mean, every game's big, but we can do this. The team doesn't, but we can sit there and look at our schedule, and we can say, you know what, we might, we could have a pretty fun rest of the season here. And all that yep. starts with that next game against Arkansas. And and Arkansas, I'm not saying they're going to come in intimidated, but Arkansas is hearing these quotes from these other coaches about how this place sounded so insanely loud. I'll tell you this, Starkville, I mean, you heard it. Wasn't very loud. We didn't give them really a reason to cheer, which also helped. Uh, yep. Uh, yep. I watched the game. I didn't go to Tuscaloosa, but I watched it. Didn't sound all that loud. Um, and it's not a knock on them. It's just that they're at a lower capacity. We concentrate our students right there at the visiting bench. So I think the, des- I think the design of our stadium and I also think the, where we put our students a uh, really <laughs> huge contribution to making the noise in that stadium. So um, I think Saturday night against Arkansas is going to be, it's going to be pretty fun in there. Back on a campus site. Right. And it mm-hmm. happens to be our campus. Yes. <laughs> and, and you're right about the, you know, the, the previous two games, Vanderbilt being the first game of the season and the excitement of being able to be back in Kyle and then to have number four roll into town, yeah, that was the excitement, and I think it was matched. You know, the fans were able to match. Now, here's the other thing. We've talked about fans wanting to be comfortable walking back into how close do they want to be. But when you are a fan in a stadium or in an arena, there is that camaraderie, and to be close and cheer is part of it. You want to be in that group, and to be distance is, is a little different Okay, so at times during the game, you want to be with someone and cheering with them, and maybe it's a high five or something like that. I get that. Again, that responsibility of being socially distant, to have the mask, but it's nice that there's that constant reminder and not so much the reprimand of you're not shaming anybody while it's here. Look, look, we've talked about this throughout the entire summer. There are people who don't want this to happen. They don't think football should be played. They take every opportunity to knock it down. It is being played, and we're celebrating that fact. And it's not about being a scold. It's not about it, it. It's about the student athletes and having this opportunity. And I sometimes think that those who don't want this to happen miss that part of the picture, where they want to all tell us what to do and what we should be doing. Instead, forgetting the bigger picture. And you know what? Sometimes we do that in college athletics anyway we forget what the bigger picture is. But to your point, I'm going to bring this up again. There are some NFL teams that are realizing, oh, you know what? If we get 25%, we can generate a little revenue. I hate to tell everyone, that's part of the equation. Mm -hmm. You have to do that. If not, you don't have, no one does this for free. No. (laughs) No one. And those are part of the ramifications. Again, the safety part, can we do it safely? And that's why 
you know, no one is just bulldozing and saying, this is what we're doing. There's a whole lot of data being in there. I, I, I'm really happy with how, for the most part, and throughout really the country, the student athletes, it's one more, one more responsibility for them to, and, and, and a bit of a sacrifice as well for them to do something that they love. And, you know, I, I think the Big Ten, I, I think they fumbled. Don't get me wrong. But they, but they picked it up. Yeah. Same thing with the, with the, with the Pac-12. They fumbled, but they picked it up. But I will also say this. They look like followers, not leaders. But good for those student-athletes. I, I, I need to keep that in. good for them and that they're going to be able to play on these, on these Saturdays. No, no question. I definitely agree with you there. So the Aggies uh, in on a bye week right now as they are getting a little bit of rest. You know, the team uh, off today off Saturday, uh, back to a normal season on, or back to normal week on Sunday. Uh, and then it's, it's game week prep time. So uh, we'll take a break. When we come back, we're going to hear from Jimbo Fisher from his uh, Jimbo Fisher radio show that aired on Wednesday night. It was a really fun show. One of the, one of the more fun ones I've, I've listened to in a while. He, he had a great time. So definitely stay tuned for that. We'll bring you part of that when we return. Just getting underway here from Kyle Field. This is Studio 12 on The Zone. Studio 12 rolls on here from the south end zone of Kyle Field with Matt Simon. I'm Andrew Monaco. And as Matt talked about before we took the break, Wednesday really was a fun Jimbo Fisher radio show presented by Capital Farm Credit during this bye week, or as Jimbo likes to call it, a work week. Um, some of the topics we got to touch on was that win over Mississippi State. The defense, the defensive line, got a chance to talk about individual players. Someone like a Jaden Peavy who had a fumble recovery in that game and a DeMarvin Leal and McKinley Jackson. Love the way Jimbo's going to reference guys who love ball and all that goes into football, every aspect. We touched on a little bit of recruiting. We touched on a little bit of special teams. We touched on a lot on Wednesday on the Jimbo Fisher Radio Show presented by Capital Farm Credit. Here's a taste of what Jimbo and I were able to talk about this week. Really proud of our defense. Our defense played outstanding in the football game, creating six sacks, a turnover for a score, another turnover, leveraged the football well, tackled well in space, kept things in front, and just did an outstanding job in the game. We were able to create some points off special teams. Mm -hmm. And offensively, still physical in the fronts, could run the football, still could run it better. But we're learning to be physical in the areas and run like running the ball short yardage, running the ball goal line, running the ball the red zone, the tight zone, and the last five minutes of the game to eat the clock out. You know, being able to take it away. Those are the four. Those are the times you have to run it. They know you're running it. You know you're running it. You got to run it. The rest of the times you got to pick and choose by your numbers. But you know that that's the other thing I'm getting proud. Of. We're starting to be able to do that in those situations. You did it, Vanderbilt, Florida, Mississippi State. Exactly right. And you, and you ate it up and did what you had to do. And that's part of that belief and the confidence, right? That time of the game, that's our time. You, exactly. You got to impose your will. It's it's this is this is grown man time. Eyeball to eyeball, hand to hand. <laughs> Helmet to helmet, and you got to play ball, and you got to run, you got to block, you got to do the things you got to do with extra people in the box. We talked about offensive rhythm. Can the defense get in a rhythm as oh, well? Oh, no doubt, you can. I mean, learning to stop the run they had negative two yards rushing in the game. You know, you got yourself in some second long, third long situations, which allows you to rush, lets you play your loose down defenses a little bit better. Uh, your your more exotic packages of blitzes and bluffing and doing all the things you got to do, and you get a feel for that too. You can control the game the same way. Coach, the special teams, you get 
the blocked punt, which is almost like a – no, it is a turnover, isn't it? No, <laughs> it's, it's a definite turnover. I mean, you created points. And two things, we were able to convert both of those – the fumble and the blocked punt, we were able to convert them both to touchdowns. Yeah. And that's transitional offense, transitional defense. So it was, it was very good to get that block. I mean, we, we got there and – like the, and people know you can block punts. It makes a difference. You keep your most athletic guys on special teams because they can make that difference. Well, and here's the thing. You, 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 you're in the most space. What would you not want them to have your most athletic guys? Special teams, everybody's in the greatest space. So you need the most athletic people on the field. Yeah. And if those guys want to play in the league, if you're not a first round, high first-round draft pick and you're not playing special teams, hard to make a team. There's Aaron Hansford. He's, he's downing a punt inside the six. Like you'd love I mean, to see. All those guys. And they've all bought into it, right? Because that's, that's fun time, isn't well, it? Well, and you're dominating field position. You want that team to start on the five, you want them to start on the 30. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? On the kickoff team. Same, I mean, all those coverage teams, all those block. I mean, that's hidden. the hidden yardage from special teams is huge. How you call the game, the plays you can call, the things you can do. Jaden Peavy, the fumble. He wanted to score too, didn't he? Oh, yeah. <laughs> he is someone that you, you have brought up in the past. He reminds me the way you talked about Justin Matabike, the way you saw him come on. You loved the, the work that Jaden was doing every day in practice. And this is, a, this is a young man who has waited his turn, and now that his turn has come, he's making a difference. Get rewarded. And I saw it coming last offseason before you? we started. He had a tremendous offseason in the, in the winter and our, summer, in our winter conditioning and all those things. You could just see a difference to him, his attitude, his leadership, and then it continued all the way through. Something special about guys who don't run away when it gets hard or doesn't get, don't yeah, get their opportunities. Wait their, and then when they get it, they take advantage of it because they know how frustrated, not frustrated, well, I guess, quite frustrated they've had been, you know, not being able to play, and i got to take advantage of this thing, so you get an urgency about you. And, it, and having a little urgency and a little fear in your heart is a good thing. It can motivate you the right way. You said from the get-go when you got here, SEC, you win with the guys with the hands in the dirt. Jimbo, I thought this Saturday was a hands-in-the-dirt type game where a defensive line dictated. We're learning to be physical on mm-hmm. both fronts, yeah. and we're learning to control. And then you get this, you got to win with guys. you got to be the most physical, skilled, and precise team in the business. I mean, you got to be physical and nasty up front, but you got to be precise and athletic and, and physical at your skill positions too, and you got to do it up front. And, but we're learning to do it up front. We're learning to like it. And we're getting better at it, and uh, that's, a, that's a great start. Offensive lines, I've always asked you, they work in concerts. Can defensive lines do that Same. too? Oh, they got to. How they fit the gaps, who they're fitting off of, how the twist games go, the stunt games go, the angles, the twists, you know, I mean, all that stuff. And I the, mean, it's all, it's, all, it's, it's all choreography, just like, like you, you, know, you would do a rehearsal for mm-hmm. anything else. And you, you got responsibilities and where you got to be. You were asked on Monday about this defensive line and about DeMarvin Leal and how McKinley Jackson has played, and you said they love ball. They love everything about ball. That, that's something special in a player, isn't it? You're not going to be a great player unless you do. You got to love to lift weights. You got to learn to study film. You got to love to be in the offseason. You got to learn to play when you're hurt. You got to learn when to play when you're banged up. You got to learn to play when you're tired. You got to learn to love contact, you know, the physicality, the grind, everything that goes with football. If you're going to be a great football player, you got to embrace all that. And those guys do. I mean, they really, really do. Did you see that out of them when you were recruiting them? Yes, I did. Did you? And I think that's very big, self-evaluations, good, bad, and different, and as much as you possibly can. I wish we had more time with guys. We could spend more time individually with them. The limited time really hurts you because it's not about a guy's ability. It's about his psychological disposition and understanding and how he learns, how he competes, how he deals with adversity, how he does things. I mean, you get you got to have certain ability. Don't get me wrong. And you take chances on guys. And you think you can – or if a guy – why is he not doing it? Is he hadn't been made? Can he do it? You know, you, there's a ton of things that goes into that, and you try to pick the best guys available. Do you ask coaches that, and do you try to learn that through family? Ask everybody. Mm. 
Yes, there we try to see see what kind of answer you get. The more people you ask, you find out if there's any holes. Like I tell everybody, there's no perfect people, there's no perfect players. Right. Everybody has issues. Everybody has something you need to work on. But there's certain things that you know you can't compromise. Have you also had guys who learned to not just embrace it, but learn to love ball? Can they yes. can they do it as they go through it they and learn do. about themselves? They don't know they did. Some people I, I can say some guys don't know they don't know. Mm-hmm. And then you can do it and you see you see genuineness in them and you teach them and all of a sudden they start having a taste of success. And now hopefully a team can do that. That's what I'm trying to get in with our team, which I th- I'm starting to feel and how we practice and just the energy and just how we go about our business that all these things matter when it comes Saturday. Every week is going to be a dogfight. Mm-hmm. We're going to have to line up and play. We, we have to play them one at a time. Don't worry about the next guy. And we got to learn to worry about ourselves. Control what we can control. Get better. Have our own self-inner confidence, but also our own self-inner will mm-hmm. that we want to be great. And we're going to do whatever we got to do to get the job done. And that's that's going to be the challenge. And and also playing well when people expect you to play well. Yes. There's another part to that right. too. There's a it's not a pressure. Pressure is a privilege. That means you matter. And that people expect good things out of you. Mm. So you have to be able to embrace that. And it's not pressure if you prepare. Mm-hmm. If I know the answers to the test, it's not it's not I don't have to worry about taking the test. Now, I got but I got to get myself to get the answers during the weeks and the time that I'm leading up to it. And that's all part of maturing this organization, this program. Like I say, I, I don't have great teams. I don't have great teams. I don't have a great program. And, that, and that's got to get passed down. That's got to be driven into the players here so that gets passed down by class to class to class. When you say expect and expectations, you want those expectations to rise. I do. Right? But, I, but I want us to ignore them and remember how, how do you play well. Same way when you don't have X. You don't look at the scoreboard. You win your space. You grind. You watch film. You do everything. You're in the first physical, mental, psychological shape you can be. And you try to impose your will upon them. Play your tail off. Don't worry about the scoreboard. The scoreboard will say what you want to say if you handle your business. And I know that, that, that's that people's. No, that's the way you got to do it. And each week we got to do this. I want the expectations of us playing well, but I want it to come from within. I ain't worried about what happens outside. And we have to do that, and then we'll get the results we want. Lemonate the clutter, eliminate the poison that everybody's trying to put in your head and mm-hmm. handle your business. Look, I, the, the power of preparation. Preparation plus opportunity equals luck, right? He always talks about luck. It's not luck. It's you're, you're prepared for that opportunity. Uh, you know, there's football lessons and life lessons, and when Jimbo goes off on that life lesson, that's when I have learned to keep my mouth shut. That's good radio right there. Yeah. <laughs> and as always, you can catch the stream on the Texas A&M football Facebook page. And a reminder, you just go to Studio 12, and the 12th Man mobile app will have the audio. Um, there's a way to catch it. We love that if you can get it live. We, we're thrilled when you join us along the network or on the stream, but we always have a way for you to catch back up with us on Studio 12. That is our podcast home um whether it's 12thman.com slash podcast or your favorite podcast app and that's where you can catch the pulse which has been riveting tv i think every week it's been because the journey's been so different it's Mm -hmm. really been fascinating um and uh this was another example of another terrific episode this week of the pulse and again just get that 12th man mobile app download that and you've got this all right there uh, that, that you can reference and you can watch and you can listen to. Um, it's just a, a fantastic resource for Texas A&M athletics. Yeah. And this was, as Andrew said, a fun uh, Jimbo Fisher radio show. So definitely make sure you uh, guys find some time to go uh, listen to the rest of that episode. Uh, we'll take a break and come back to Kyle field with more studio 12 on the other side, right here on the zone.
Fans, as Jared Andrew mentioned earlier, join or download the new 12th Man mobile app today. It's presented by St. Joseph Health. You can go to 12thman.com slash app to do that. You've got scores, game recaps, videos, photos, live game audio, a lot more, all at your fingertips. The new uh, mobile home of the 12th Man, 12th Man mobile app. Again, 12thman.com slash app to download today. Uh, Aggies off this weekend, as uh, everyone is well aware. Quite a few other Aggie teams blowing and going. We talked about this on Wednesday, Andrew, about how there's a lot of teams um, cranking up. A few recently have done that. Uh, the, the nice thing about this weekend, women's swimming is at home. It is closed to the public. They uh, swim this afternoon against Rice. It'll be their first meet. Everybody else is on the road. Volleyball won last night in Oxford. They play Ole Miss again tonight at 6. That's on SEC Network. Soccer is also at 6. They're on SEC Plus as they are in Knoxville, Tennessee to face uh, the Lady Vols. Uh, men's tennis is in South Carolina for a fall tournament. Men's golf is hitting the road to head to Nashville for a tournament. That will basically feature all SEC teams. Uh, so that is, uh, that is all the teams in action um, this weekend. And uh, Why aren't we with golf in Franklin, Tennessee for rounds one, two, and three, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday? Cortan didn't invite us. But we could ask him really? next time. Maybe we could. Uh, we could. Maybe, maybe we get the we invite. Could. I'd be happy to caddy. I could be a looper. Yeah. I, I mean, I'll do whatever he needs me to do. I'm usually good at driving the golf cart or finding, <laughs> the, finding the beverage cart, one of, one of those two. I was just going to say, yeah. I like your destinations in the golf cart. But that's the mm -hmm. best part. You exactly. may not help the golfers, but we're going to have a good time. Exactly. Exactly. There's different ways to help golfers. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of things you what, can do. What, one of them to be out of the way. All about greens and club selection. <laughs> <laughs> that is the. Yeah, uh, we promised that Will was going to be here. We those promised. Those are the dulcet, the dulcet tones of Will Johnson. He is here. You, well, you've got a small window. Let's work quick. Yeah, he is not at. Uh, he's not here at Kyle Field. Yeah, he's not here at Kyle. People think with us, the bye week. Yeah. Will's not taking football off on this bye week. No. 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 no, no. This I is mean, now wall-to-wall yeah, -wall football for him. Yeah, I mean, there's still plenty of interest tomorrow, he is even a, for Aggies. Well, he's <laughs> taking this Friday as a day of preparation. He's being, you know, he's dad life in it right now, uh, taking a well-deserved Friday because he knows for the next, like, 47 hours straight he's going to do nothing but watch college football. And for the next 47 right. weeks straight, we're going to have something going on on campus, aren't we? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's this right. is true. Yeah, I walked backwards into this, this day off. So. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, it, it, it's almost uh, Seinfeld related. You know, I think I need to decompress or, as they put it, decompose a little bit here. <laughs> <laughs> and get ready for a do-nothing Saturday. You literally have to get ready to do nothing but watch television. Yeah. <laughs> What's uh? What are the top couple games, Will, on your must-watch list uh, this weekend? Well, I think if you, if you go through the time slot, you go 11 o'clock, there's Auburn Ole Miss, which that's SEC West, and both teams coming off weekends in which they struggled. So, and that, that game would be of interest to Aggies. I mean – it's shaping up this Arkansas game on Halloween, like we talked about. This may be for second in the West right now, heading into November, the Aggies and Razorbacks. And then if 
Ole Miss or Auburn, you know, one of them's going to get out of the way with a loss. The other's going to kind of hang in there for that number two spot, the winner of it. But Auburn, Ole Miss, I think is a good one. I actually think at 2.30, a very interesting game uh, out of the SEC uh, will take place. And it's one that I want to watch. If you think about the Aggies, Ranked in the top ten, you're three and one. You're going to be favored for a while now. What could happen down the stretch, you know, as far as national implications, playoff implications? I mean, if you could finish nine and one, where does that put you? You'd have to have some help. Some teams from other conferences would have to get knocked off. So I would go to the Big 12 at 2.30. There's Iowa State, Oklahoma State. Iowa, Oklahoma State is the only remaining undefeated Big 12 team. You're probably going to have to have some havoc in these other conferences to help the Aggies out. Iowa State over Oklahoma State probably could help the Aggies out. So that's a 2.30 game of interest. And then at night, I'd say 6 o'clock, South Carolina, LSU. LSU is going to be without Miles Brennan. Uh, he's unavailable, but they're struggling. You think about LSU and Auburn both playing them are both struggling. Two teams that could get out of the Aggies' way when it comes to this benchmark you're trying to get to second in the West right now behind Alabama. I mean, if you could pin Auburn with a loss, you could pin LSU with another loss. I mean, the road really opens up for the Aggies pretty nicely in those situations. And then I, one, there's a sort of a late night game. Eight o'clock is uh, Cincinnati SMU. SMU's five and zero. Oh. So if you want to stay up a little later, you know we're not getting that stuff out west yet. Not not way late out west, but eight o'clock is kickoff. Cincinnati and SMU. That's got group of five implications as far as the New Year's six bowls, and SMU is undefeated. So if you want to stay up a little later, check that one out too. Andrew, is it I'm surprising set. to you at all? My that Saturday he, is set. Yeah, yeah is no. it surprising that he has everything no. lined up already for Saturday? No. I told you, you got to prepare to do nothing. You know After. what? <laughs> through, through Will going through all of that, and what if South Carolina, I mean, LSU's favored, but they're going with freshman quarterback because Miles Brennan is out, right? What if South yeah. Carolina puts back-to-back -back wins this then make to Will's point, everything's Aggie related through all of this and be, being on the schedule, really interested to see. I mean, Will Muschamp, who was on the hot seat, could really cool that seat off. And now here we go. When you talked about that, that Auburn game, Gus Malzahn is now squarely back on a hot seat. I mean, Hugh Freeze's name is flying all over the place. <laughs> He's undefeated at Liberty. At Liberty, yeah. I look. I don't know if that's a good move. I don't know if that leads to heartache later. But Gus Gus has never been able to get comfortable there at Auburn. It's just the nature of that job, isn't it? Yeah, it's been a roller coaster. You know, he's had a great season followed by average season, great season, average season. So, and let's be honest, that defense was never going to be the same this year. I, I, it just wasn't. Uh, those losses. It was outstanding. And it helped the offense, and that's what LSU is facing, aren't they? It's it's a you, it's tough to replace NFL caliber in that special season. It's going to take time, but by time it kicks in, might you know might you be struggling so much that it like you say, will they they knock themselves out of any kind of contention? 
Yeah, I mean, Auburn and LSU, they're teetering. I mean, uh, one more loss and you wonder, what do they do? I mean, everybody gets all this eligibility back and you start playing the young people and moving on to next year. I mean, th those two teams are on the brink. And, and LSU's facing a South Carolina team that, yeah, just got the big win over Auburn. And when we talk about Aggie-related, Arkansas is the next opponent. They're feeling good about themselves. If South Carolina goes into Baton Rouge, pulls off the win against LSU, then you're going to South Carolina, and they feel really good about themselves. Complexions of games, when we saw this schedule within the SEC only, they're changing. The mm -hmm. complexion of these games, the, the two-game stretch of Alabama-Florida, you knew that would be tough early. It was tough. Alabama beat you. You went down to the wire against Florida. But now the other two-game stretch everybody talked about, LSU-Auburn at the end of the year, that could look way different. And then all of a sudden you might be talking about a middle stretch of home Arkansas at South Carolina as something that's really important mm -hmm. and big to your season. All of a sudden things change, and that's what we're about to head into, Razorbacks yeah. and Gamecocks. Yeah. yeah. And because the identity of the SEC is changing, right? <laughs> yeah. We're seeing some teams that we weren't – Different we just things didn't know. Yeah. It, it, it's, it's so strange. I mean, we talked about it on Wednesday. Some of the storylines are penalties, mistakes, turnovers, pick sixes. I mean, unusual things are happening. And, you know, we're only, what, four weeks into this altered season. And it's a situation where teams are just in such different boats than you saw them in heading into this season. You knew LSU was going to take a hit. But, I mean, if they lose to South Carolina, you weren't thinking one and three out of the gates. No, no matter what hit they take, you're not looking at LSU as one and three out of the gates. And if Auburn takes their hit against uh, Ole Miss, you know, they're in the dumps. Yeah, you, like you mentioned, that defensive line, not there anymore. But you didn't see them this far down, LSU or Auburn. You didn't see Arkansas this high up. You didn't see South Carolina this high up if they go get that win in Baton Rouge. But it's all possible and it's all in play. And remember, uh, I stand by it. Halloween, Arkansas, that's a three-and-one football team. They went out and have proved that they are three-and-one on the field. They got a win taken away from them by a mistake, by the officiating crew. And that is a three-and-one football team. That's all there is to it. So, so really, yeah, at the moment, and we'll see how things shape up Saturday with the Aggies not playing, it is looking like A&M, Arkansas, winner is number two in the West and has a clear path to that spot the remainder of the season. Andrew, uh, as we uh, hit a break here in a sec, but we're talking about Will getting his day planned out and knowing how mm -hmm. he wants to break down – What's Jimbo's line about preparation meeting opportunity? Preparation meets opportunity. No such thing as luck. It's preparation meets opportunity. Will has prepared himself for the opportunity to watch, and he will be—he won't miss anything significant on Saturday. He's prepared. Absolutely. Oh God, yeah. Because you're not, you're not going to be able to do nothing well if you don't prepare to do nothing. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> This is that, very that's true. how you go to break. There's hey, nothing you can do. Tell, to Jimbo, tell Jimbo to write that down. 
<laughs> Love it. I've got my I've got my first question to him now on next Wednesday. Right. Oh. Right. I'm gonna do nothing well unless you prepare to do nothing. <laughs> I cannot wait to hear that answer. That's gonna be phenomenal. You know what? Will you come in the studio and ask him that on Wednesday? Because yeah, I yeah. <laughs> yeah. it's gonna take some guts to ask Jimbo about come how can you be lazy better. <laughs> Coming up next week on the Pulse. <laughs> oh man, That's spectacular! Oh yeah, spectacular! All right, we'll be back to wrap up Studio Twelve here in just a sec on the Zone. Wrapping up the Wednesday, Friday. What day is it? Can, can I still use that Friday. excuse? It's Friday. Sure. Doesn't matter. Is that fair? Yes, you can. Be okay. Because you didn't know what was going on. Now that there's so much going on, you lose track of days also. Yeah. That's okay. Fair well, enough. I, I can okay. tell Matt's not well prepared to do nothing if he doesn't even know what day. <laughs> no, I'm like trying to figure out what I got to do next. But this apparently guy it's Friday. Didn't know what he didn't know what month it was this summer. <laughs> that's true. All he true. just knew it wasn't football season. That's all he knew. Right. There's football season, and then there's not. There aren't 12 months. <laughs> I love it. Um, kind of cool news uh, earlier in the week. You know, it's not uh, you know, a strange year, obviously, but the Aggies, uh, you know, part of the way through these seasons is the only school in the country that had their, their teams in the fall ranked in the top 10. You know, football, volleyball, soccer, all in the top 10. Equestrian, who's not started yet, they're in the top 10. But uh, even with just football, soccer, and volleyball, all three teams – uh, taking care of their business and uh, sitting uh, ranked in the polls. Uh, soccer has got a pretty big one tonight against Tennessee. That match, uh, you'll be able to, you know, we told you about the app. You'll be able to listen to it on the 12th Man mobile app. You can also watch it on SEC Network Plus. The Aggies on the road, their next two matches. Tennessee, uh, traditionally, not a friendly matchup for the Aggies. So they have uh, not... Uh, they've only beaten Tennessee one time, and the Aggies have been shut out in the other six appearances between these two schools. So, challenging uh, game on the road in Knoxville, A&M is favored to win. Again, 6 o'clock tonight. Um, their next home match, Andrew, will be uh, November the 6th. It's the day before the South Carolina football game on the road. They'll play mm -hmm. LSU. Oh, by the way, the Auburn match that was postponed uh, due to the COVID's protocols uh, earlier, that has been rescheduled for Monday, November 9th at Ellis Field at 3 o'clock. So uh, check 12thman.com for schedule updates uh, on that. We told you volleyball uh, went on the road and beat Ole Miss in four sets yesterday. Remember that uh, volleyball has transitioned in the fall, at least, to these double match weekends. Uh, so the Aggies are going to play – Tonight as well, Ole Miss, again, same spot, 6 o'clock on the SEC Network. You can tune in and check that out. Volleyball back home, that would be not this coming week, but the next week. So the week after Arkansas, the Wednesday and Thursday, they're going to play Mississippi State at Reed Arena. Mm. So uh, that, is, that will be their last home action, quote-unquote, of, uh, of the fall season. So volleyball, soccer, football – all cranking, rolling along, looking good. Uh, we got, uh, you know, I mentioned swimming, but that is close to the public. That goes on, uh, uh, that goes on this afternoon. Uh, and then get a little, you want a little taste of spring, flip yes. over to that Aggie baseball Twitter feed. They uh, are wrapping up their maroon and white, uh, the Farmers and Plowboys playing in the World Series. World uh, they Series. Two mm -hmm. games already, but a lot of great content on the Aggie baseball social channels. 
kind of covering that. They're concluding their fall uh, as well. So uh, going to be fun. You know, it's such it's so strange for many reasons. But these uh, we just got a couple minutes left though. But uh, strange, Andrew, with the the two other fall sports in volleyball and soccer, they are playing, they are competing. It does count, uh, but no postseason, at least not NCAA right. wise, uh, in the fall. Uh, soccer, I believe, is going to crown our champion, a conference champion and a conference tournament champion in the fall. I think. Um, after after Ar- well, they have the they have the games in Orange Beach, correct? Yes, um, and, but- and guaranteed matches mm-hmm. as well. I mean, they're going to have a tournament, but there's going to be some guaranteed matches. Yeah, as well. Hey, you want to talk about going with Cortan to uh, Nashville? We need to get with G. I was just texting with him, actually. We need to get with G and, and somehow get to Orange Beach. I mean, I think they have internet there. We could probably do the show from there. Yeah, we could easily do the show from there. Yeah. And I would be happy. Book that. Yeah, I'd yeah. be happy to help any way possible. Any way possible. You know, it's interesting. Talking, talking with, with uh, Bird Coon, the, uh, this offseason, it, it's brand new for all of them because yeah. they're going to play again in the spring. And they're kind of learning from one another. And I found it fascinating from, from Coach Bird, and I'd love to ask Coach G also. There has been so much help from one another from the different coaches, as much as your rivals and you want to beat them. They've taken so much information from one another to kind of learn this all together. What are we going to do? Ross told us with the other ADs, as much as you want to beat their brains in, <laughs> right? They yeah. learn so much. I think the coaches are going to do that too. What's best for our student-athletes through the winter to have them prepared for the, for the spring. But I, I'm with you. I'm just glad that they could play here. And the competition is good. And to what Will's point, this is what they're used to. Um, and I love them seeing the success as well. All the sacrifice being, uh, is paying off for them. Exactly. So, again, 6 o'clock tonight on the SEC Network Volleyball, on SEC Network Plus, on the Watch ESPN app Soccer. That'll do it for us on this edition of Studio 12. We will talk to you again next week right here on The Zone. Some people just know the best rate for you is a rate based on you with Allstate. Not one based on Carol. She's more focused on hitting a high note than the car in front of her. Why pay a rate based on anyone else? Get one based on you with DriveWise from Allstate. Not available in Alaska or California. Subject to terms and conditions. Rates are determined by several factors which vary by state. In some states, participation in DriveWise allows Allstate to use your driving data for purposes of rating. While in some states, your rate could increase with high-risk driving. Generally, safer drivers will save with DriveWise. Allstate Fire and Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates North Park, Illinois.